Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to the Preach Girl Podcast. Before we jump into the show today, I just wanted to take a moment and say thank you so much to those of you who are listening to the Preach Girl Podcast and sharing it, and especially to those of you who have subscribed to Preach Girl or have left a review. Listen, it means so much, and it really helps us uh, be seen more when you subscribe to the show or when you leave a review. And today I wanted to read one real quick, a review that was left. It says... I love that each episode is 100% real. We women learn each day from each other, and I absolutely love learning from you. Go on and preach, girl. And that was a review that was left on the iTunes app, and I appreciate it so much. If you wouldn't mind, go ahead and subscribe to Preach Girl. Leave us a review, and I will read them every week on the podcast. Now enjoy today's Preach Girl. Hey everybody, welcome to the Preach Girl Podcast. It is Christy Miranda, and I am joined by my co-hosts live on Facebook. We are recording live on Facebook today. Hey, it's been a while since I have been live for Preach Girl because last week, if you haven't already listened to the Preach Girl Podcast last week, we had a three-part Um, interview with the one and only Haley Williams and her daughter Hadley. I don't want to go into all of that right now, but girl, let me tell you, if you did not watch or listen to that podcast, you need to go back a few episodes and let it bless your life. Let it bless your life. We've got some of the co-hosts are signing on. Miss Dina said, hey. Meg said, hey, hey, hey. Love your hair. Hey, thank you so much. It's kind of got big Texas hair going on today which I love. Thank you very much. Um, So as the co-host, for those of you that are listening on the podcast, you may not know every week when I record the Preach Girl podcast, I record live on Facebook because I like my saints and friends co-hosting with me live in the moment. So I love all the comments. I love all the participation. It's just, it just fits my vibe and I appreciate it. So anyway, hey, what's up, Chris? Meg said, yes, check out those podcasts, everyone. They are so powerful. If you um, or someone you love has ever struggled with addiction of any form, I'm telling you, the podcasts with Haley and Hadley will bless your life. They will bless your life. God has done supernatural great things. But one of the things, and I'm not going to get off on this because this is not what we're talking about today, but one of the things I love about Haley's story is that she so clearly owns her mistakes and she so clearly owns her right decisions. So many times we wanna take credit for the good things that we've done and then blame the poor choices that we've made on our childhood or on a spouse or on other people. But um, I think one reason there's so much deliverance and power in her story is that she owns the fact that she made these poor choices But it's also empowering because if she made the bad choices, she could make the good ones too. And so anyway, it was amazing, amazing, amazing. So, but all right, we're going to jump into today. This morning, y'all, my day today, oh, it has been nothing but Jesus all day long. And I don't mean that in like a, like I didn't get up and, you know, take a Jesus pill and wash it down with my Jesus juice. It wasn't like that. It's just been a good day. And, you know, I'm just going to give thanks. But, um... This morning I was up and I was praying when I got up this morning because prayer will change your atmosphere. It just will. Um, it's, it's scientifically proven. You can go listen to Dr. Caroline Leaf. She's a licensed professional psychiatrist and, or psychologist, one of the two, whatever it is, she's a lot smarter than me. And it's proven scientifically 
that prayer will actually change your atmosphere. Why? Because there is power in your mouth. You got power in your mouth, saints. And so because you have life and death and creative power in your mouth, when you pray in a space, you can shift an atmosphere. And so my atmosphere needed to be shifted this morning. What's up, Roxanne? What's up, Roxanne Cloudy? I love you. Marissa just jumped on. That's awesome. So this morning when I was praying, actually I sat down and I started to have this heavy feeling on me because I got some stuff going on in my life. Now, I don't know about you. You may be in a season where everything is popping up sunshine and roses. You may be in a season of your life where there are no clouds in the sky and praise the Lord. And those are awesome seasons. However, that's not the season that I'm in right now. And because of that, sometimes I can wake up and all of the the thoughts and the pressure and the stressors and the, the actions and the, just the different things start to immediately surface in my mind. And it's funny because y'all, we want to say, well, there was the devil brought it to my mind. No girl, it wasn't the devil. You just meditated on it the night before. And so you continue to meditate on it when you woke up. Okay. Life is life sometimes. And we just have to do what God's called us to do and arrest those things. So I'm sitting out in my living room and I'm, I'm trying to read my Bible and I'm trying to be a good church girl. Cause y'all know I, I am the preach girl. Um, and it was just stale. It was just stale. It wasn't fun. The Bible was like, blah, 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 blah to me this morning. Oh, am I not allowed to say that out loud? <gasps> you know how we Christians, sometimes we don't like to tell the truth. But you better tell the truth and shame the devil because sometimes you sit down to open up the word of God and it doesn't just leap off the page, okay? Sometimes you're having a crummy morning or a crummy season, if I can be honest. So I was reading my Bible. I was being um, not diligent, was disciplined because that's important because you don't always feel like it. You have to be disciplined in the space. And so I was reading my Bible and then I thought, you know what? I need to get up. I need to get up and start praying and just start praying and shift this attitude, my attitude and the atmosphere of my home. So this morning I started um, praying and y'all know anybody else out there, a church girl, like you've been a church girl for a long time. Like maybe you, maybe you got away from the Lord and you, you know, you did your crazy thing, but you, you kind of got church girl tendencies and church girl in your DNA. That's how I am. And so because I am a true church girl, saints, I, um, I have a lot of old school songs inside of me because I sang them all the time. And, um, one of the songs that came up in my spirit today was, um, um, I will enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart. I will enter his courts with praise. I will say this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. Yes, saints, we used to get it with the tambourine. I was like, I don't know, six, seven years old. We'd be in there. He has made me glad. You get the charismatic two-step and the jig going on. I will rejoice for he has made me glad, right? I'm the only one. I got no saints in the sanctuary that, that was like, you know what I'm talking about. Those school, those old school church songs, somewhere between a hymn and hill song came these old school church songs that we used to sing in um, the non-denominational circle. And I was walking around my house. I wasn't singing it, but I started praying it. And I started praying, I will enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart. I will enter his courts with praise. I will say this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. And the Holy Ghost arrested my heart 
and said, and, 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 I, and I believe that he impressed upon me to share that with you today. And um, because I started right, I wrote it down. I wrote it down in my notebook. I went back to my, my desk and I started writing it down and I thought, I will enter his gates. We always sing, I will enter his gates. But what I realized was when I was writing this down, I realized that it said, I will. That means I choose. That means you can choose. I will. I choose the action of entering his gates with thanksgiving in my heart. It was my choice to do that. I will enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart. And then I have another opportunity. I will enter, come into his courts with praise. And then I have another one. I will, I choose, I make the conscious decision whether I'm in a good season, a hard season, a happy season, or a sad season. I will say this is the day that the Lord has made. And I will, that is the will that I have. It is my will. It is my choice and my will to rejoice because he has made me glad. And I wrote that down. I wrote all those words down real quick. And um, one of the things I put is I will, and I underlined the word will, and I realized that's my decision. My will, I will do this. What are you going to do? Well, I will go and do this, and I will go and do that. Well, guess what? I can make the decision and will myself to do what? Take an action, enter his gates with thanksgiving. And then I choose and make a decision to enter his courts with praise. That's powerful, saints. That is powerful. That is powerful. And it comes from, wait a minute. One of the, one of the congregation just popped up on my screen. Miss Maris said, David, her husband, David and I just discussed this two days ago. Some days I can pray and praise for hours. Other, it's a struggle to make five minutes before I'm distracted. Come on, girl. That's the truth. But still his days, um, but still his days and thankful for them. Yes. Whether you are like feeling all Jesus juiced up and you're ready to go lay hands on folks, cast the devil out, or whether you feel like you need the devil cast out of you, it's still his day and it's still a day to be thankful for. That's good. That's good. Miss Maris. So one thing I wanted to share with you is, um, that, that song came out of Psalms 100 and verse four. And listen, I don't always get on here with like, I don't take a text and I don't always, you know, give a message like this, but I, it is the preach girl podcast. Can I get a what, what? And this applies to our life because all of us go through seasons that we don't feel so great, but the word of God still gives us clear direction. I don't know what to do. Let me tell you. There's, there's a map here. There's a map to get in the presence of God. There's an instruction. Uh, Psalm 100 says, um, make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he who has made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Verse four says, um, enter into his gates with thanksgiving. Enter into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name for the Lord is good and his mercy is everlasting and his truth endures to all generations. That's Psalms 100. And that's where we come out. That's where they got that song that we, that we sang back in the, I don't know, nineties. I will enter his gates. It's your choice. It's your choice. Psalm uh, 92 and verse four said for you, O Lord have made me glad, man. Saints and friends. That's a powerful word. It's a powerful word because when I was writing this this morning, I'm walking back and forth in my house. I have, we have a dining room that does not have 
um, a dining room table in it. It's mostly Julia's stage. Julia likes to dance in there. She likes to uh, create things. She does a lot of playing. So we don't have a dining room table in there because that's Julia's stage, okay? But it's a big space and we and I just walk back and forth and I was just praying this over and over. And I was not just praying it, y'all. I was declaring it. I was saying, I will enter. It is my will to enter his gates with thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's what I'm going to do. It is my will to enter his courts with praise. Come on, somebody. It is my will to say this is the day that the Lord has made and I will rejoice. Why am I rejoicing? Why am I rejoicing? This one, this one got me to this morning. I started writing stuff down. I will rejoice. Why? Because he has made me glad. Nothing about my situation had changed. Nothing about whatever's going on in my life has changed. Nothing at all. But he has made me, my husband didn't make me glad. Saints, my husband didn't make me glad. My daughter didn't make me glad. It's not her job to make me glad. Um, my, my job maybe didn't make me glad. Maybe, maybe your money isn't making you glad. Can I get a what? What? Because I can't rejoice because my money made me glad. I can't rejoice because my situation made me glad. I can't rejoice because sickness has made me glad. I can't rejoice because um, exhaustion in my body or exhaustion in your body has made me glad or you glad. You can't rejoice because anxiety has made you glad. You can't rejoice because a vacation made you glad. You can't rejoice because church made you glad. You can't rejoice because your girlfriends made you glad. You rejoice because he has made you glad. And because he is consistent and ever present, then regardless of the shifting of the time and the shifting of the season and the shifting of the sand and the opinions of other people and the decisions that they make, regardless of that, he's steady. And because he's steady, I can rejoice because he has made me glad. He's made me glad. I'm going to check in with, my, with, with, the, with the congregation. Meg put, I love those old songs. She said, other people can't make you happy. Amen, girl. You got that right. Miss, Miss Nan said, God alone, Meg. And uh, Melinda said, yes. And it, it's just true. It's true. Because when we get all jacked up, when we put all of our emotional and mental um, stability and hope in another person, because they don't have the ability to sustain our lives. Can, can, is anybody else with me on that one? Because they just can't. They can't. Um, Andrea said, um, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Come on. She's pre- preaching already. Megan Tui said, yes, God alone brings joy. He brings joy. And what, what's so different to that about me when I was thinking about it, Megan, it's funny that you used the word joy. Because I, um, I wrote down on my, on my paper this morning when I was praying, I was thinking about this. And I was thinking that the joy of the Lord is your strength. So joy is not the same as happiness. It doesn't say the happiness of the Lord is your strength because happiness has to do with happenings. And I don't know about you, but my happenings are not always great. And my happenings can change moment by moment. I can get new news that changes my happenings so that it affects my happiness. But joy is not related to or intertwined with a moment, an object, or even another person or relationship. Joy is a fruit of the spirit. Joy has to do with Jesus. Joy is a sustained undercurrent in your life. Happiness is, and I think that God is 
you know, concerned about us being happy. He, he loves his children. He's a good, good father. And he wants us to have happiness. But we aren't always going to have a season of happy because happenings change. But joy is sustainable because it is a fruit that is produced in the life of a believer as they continue to grow in Christ. Joy has to do with Jesus. Happenings have to do with people. Jesus on the main line. We better get some help on that one. Can I get her? Amen. Uh, Miss Dina said, that's good. Meg wrote, wow, come on. I don't know. I'm at, maybe I'm in preach mode this morning, this afternoon, this evening, whatever it is. <laughs> but that's one thing that I just felt like the Lord had laid on my heart. The focus is on him. The focus is on him. And I decide to take an action that moves me towards or speaks to or gives honor of him. When I say it is my will, like, um, you need to go to the store and pick up some milk. I will. I will. I decide to, I'm going to, that's what I do. It is my will. So it is my, it is the will of Christy. It is the will of, of you right where you are. If it is your will to enter into his gates with Thanksgiving, then you have the opportunity to do that. And nobody on earth and no devil in hell can stop you from entering into his gates with Thanksgiving because that's your decision. Nothing on heaven, on earth, not a math test that your child has to study for, not somebody acting crazy at your job place, not your husband losing his mind one day, not, 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 um, your bank account being empty. None of those things can cause you to lose the will, the opportunity, the decision-making power that you have to enter into his gate, to enter into his courts with praise. I will is my decision. Enter is my action. Where am I going? To his courts. How am I going to go? With praise. I will. That's my decision. Say is my action. This is the day that the Lord has made. That is what I'm doing with my mouth. Why do I want to say it? Why, do we, why are we told to say it? To say it. Because life and death is in your mouth and you have the same creative ability in the power of your mouth that your father God has, and he is a creator. So when I say I am making a decision, I will take the action of entering into his, uh, into his gates with Thanksgiving. I control that moment. Come on, get your power back. You control that moment. You control that moment. Your crazy situation doesn't control the moment. Your, your um, diabetes doesn't have to control the moment. It's, is it a situation? It is a situation. Is it something you should ignore? It's not something you should ignore. I don't subscribe to the, to the thought that Christians should have amnesia and not remember things that were traumatic or not take care of things that are, are persistent and consistent and, and real things in their life. I'm not talking about being in denial. I'm talking about taking authority and saying, I don't really care that all this is going on at this moment. I am making a decision that I am taking an action to get into the presence of Jesus. That's what I'm going to do. Oh, I'm preaching too much. I got to get back over here to my, to my co-host because they're, they're on fire today too. Let me scroll back up. Come on. Miss Dina said, that's good. Meg said, come on. Uh, Melinda said, joy is from your spirit. It isn't an emotion. It's a fruit of being uh, content knowing your daddy's gotcha. Amen. Uh, Miss Dina said, there is joy, joy, joy in the presence of the Lord singing hallelujah. Amen. 
Come on. You got to hear you sing that one. Melinda said, yes, fullness of joy. Meg said, huge shift. It's a shift. It's a shift. It's a shift. It's a decision. Instead of it being uh, uh, based on your happenings and your happiness, it's based on the fact that I am going to make this decision to do this because I, I have a right, I have a will, and I'm called to do it. Because see, when we're singing the song, it says, I will enter his gates, and we love it, we sing it. Back in the day, we really did. But um, the actual psalm is not a suggestion. Oh, 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 some, somebody's going to write me a note on that one. Hang on, it's not a suggestion. It is, the Bible doesn't tell us um, in, in Psalms chapter 100 that if you feel like it, when the day is good and when you're up to it, you enter into his presence or you enter into his courts or you do this. It doesn't say that. It says, do it. It's, it's what it says. It says, do it. Um, it doesn't say, if you want to make a joyful noise, it says, make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all you lands. It doesn't say, uh, sir, uh, you, if you want to serve him, you can serve him. But if you don't feel like it, if you woke up and, and you know, um, uh, the lights are going to get cut off and, and the car got repossessed. Um, if you, if that happened, you really get a reprieve on making a joyful noise. It doesn't say that it says enter into his gates with Thanksgiving. That's how you come. How do you come with Thanksgiving? God, I thank you. God, I praise you. God, I come into your presence. I'm making a decision. I'm going to enter into your presence, into your courts with Thanksgiving. I thank you. I thank you that you're good. Even when my situation isn't good. I thank you that you're faithful. Even when other people aren't faithful, I thank you that you're God all by yourself. And beside you, there is no other. I thank you that you are high and lifted up and your glory fills the temple. I thank you that even when I feel like crap, you are still faithful. I thank you that whenever things are not going the way that I want them to go, you are still in control. I thank you, God, that all things work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose. So I know that this is working together for my good. Do you understand what I'm saying? You have an opportunity to shift the atmosphere because he is that well, I will do this. That's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to do. Pastor Parsley used to say, anyone can sing a tune on a clear day at noon. God, give me a song to sing at midnight when trouble all around is closing in. I, w I make a decision. I make a decision to enter into his gates. I make a decision to enter into his courts with praise. Okay, so we got, we got thanks. I'll enter his gates. This is, if you don't know, and it's okay if you don't know, but this is a picture of the Old Testament with the tabernacle, outer court, inner court, holy of holies, thanksgiving, praise, and worship. That's what it is. It's a picture. It's a map. I'll enter into his gates with thanksgiving. God, you're good, and I'm so thankful. I'll enter his courts with praise. Father, I praise you. There's no one like you in all the earth. The whole earth is filled with your glory. You are good. You are perfect. You are awesome. You are Jehovah, and I love you, and you're just so darn good to me. Even in a dark moment, even in a bad season, you stick right beside me closer than a brother. I'll enter his courts with praise. And then how do you get to the next place? You go with worship. And I will say this is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice because you have made me, he has made me glad. Saints, if you can get anything today, he's the one who makes you glad. He he's makes you glad. You're going to be disappointed. You're going to be heartbroken. There'll be moments of anxiety. You may walk through sickness. You may have someone walk out on you. You may have a child spit in your face. You may lose a child. You may have gone through hell. You may be walking through a desert right now. But I can still rejoice because he is the one who sustains the joy. He has made me glad.
He's made me glad. And is there a time for weeping? Absolutely. Is there a time for mourning? Yes. But I can tell you from firsthand experience that I can go with tears streaming down my face and still enter into his presence with thanksgiving. Because no matter how dark the moment may be, and no matter how, how real the pain, the tension, the betrayal, or the sickness, or the, or the depression, or the disappointment may be, the place you want to get is in his presence. Because in his presence is fullness of joy. And his joy is what brings you strength. It didn't say joy makes you dance. It didn't say, it, that's a byproduct. It didn't say joy uh, makes everything okay and makes all the pain stop. It didn't say any of that. It didn't say joy makes all of it go away and we can just pretend like it didn't happen. It says joy gives you strength. And I need strength when I'm in a hard season. Come on. Joy, it is the joy of the Lord that is our strength. And I need joy in a hard space. It's not happiness. I have to do with happenings. Not everything that happens in my life makes me happy. Come on. But I can sustain, have sustained joy because that is a fruit that can be produced in my life and in your life. I'm going to read a couple of the, man, y'all are on fire tonight. And I feel like speaking in tongues on my podcast, y'all. I don't know. Y'all have to come get me. Meg said, take authority. God gave you dominion. Dina said, the presence. Come on, all caps. She came hard with that one. Miss Dina said, disappointments are working out for our good. Yes, well, we know that. It's, uh, it's, so I'm real visual, you guys. I'm sorry I've been real preachy, but I'm real visual in my head. And um, uh-oh, uh-oh. Shoot, my girl MD Goyer is on here. Y'all, she's 10,000 times smarter than I am. And I'm trying to be over here quoting the Old Testament. And she's my girl on the Old Testament. She can throw it down. She can read it in the original in the original language. <laughs> what up, girl? She's my secret weapon. Don't look her up. Don't follow her because she's my secret. She's my friend. She's my secret weapon. She said she's going Old Testament. Love you. Um, Justine said, yes. Melinda said, I think it's so interesting that the gates are made of pearls. How are pearls made? Irritation. Praise is a sacrifice. Sometimes it's irritating your flesh. Boy, that's the truth. Mary, uh, MD, who I know as Mary, said, Thanksgiving is for all seasons, sadness and grief, just one season. Selah. I'm a Selah right there. I'm going to read it again because I got tears in my eyes on that one, girl. Thanksgiving is for all seasons. Sadness and grief is just one season. Come on, girl. That is powerful. That's good. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. Well, saints and friends, I was going to tell you something else and it totally slipped my mind. And if anybody remembers what I was saying, you can type it in the chat. But I, I forgot what I was going to say other than um, weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. There's a whole nother one right there. You know, I, I don't know if Mary's still on here. I looked that up and I heard, I, I heard, now I know you know for a fact, but I heard that the definition of weeping may endure for a night was weeping comes to spend the night. <laughs> Sometimes that night is long. But joy comes in the morning. And that is, that's a word for somebody. That's a word for somebody. All right. All right, saints. I'm going to make sure that our, our podcast is still going on. But I'm getting ready, LOL, 
always your secret weapon. You are my secret weapon. Y'all don't even know. Don't look her up. Don't follow her. Don't find her. Mm-mm. She's my friend. Y'all don't know. We go way back to the back, back, back. Melinda said, morning is coming. Yes, come on. Well, if you're a preacher, you say it like this. Morning is co- Your morning will stop in the morning. Play on words. Different, you know. Anyway, morning, morning. Anyway, hallelujah. I'm going to get off of here. But before I go... I wanted to say thank you. Of course, if anybody else wants to, um, if any of the other co-hosts have something to say or um, something they want to share, I'm, I'll stay right here for another minute or so. But I wanted to tell you guys thank you so much for um, just being a part of the Preach Girl podcast. Those of you that are listening, it's a blessing to me um, that we've had so much uh, participation. We've had so many people listening to the podcast and you guys are sharing it and you're um, sharing it with your friends and your family. You've, uh, some of you have shared it on your social media. Man, I appreciate that. You don't even know how much I appreciate that. Um, also, some of you on, uh, on the iTunes app, on the iTunes podcast app, where you follow me on your iPhone, um, you have left uh, comments and you've left recommendations or you've left, um, uh, I can't think of what the right word is, but you know what I'm talking about. You've left um, information about how you felt about it and you've given me great, great ratings. I think that's what it's called. Reviews. That's what it is. When your girl finally gets her brain together. Reviews. You've left me some great reviews and um, I, you don't even know what that does. It helps with the, with the podcast, but it also, it just, you know, it's a blessing to me. Words of affirmation are a big deal to me and it just blesses me very, very much. And so thank you for those of you who have taken time to leave comments and recommendations and shared it and stuff. It's just huge to me and I super duper appreciate it. Um, let me see. Mary said, the Lord made the dawn. He separated the darkness from the light before you were even made. Girl, I have preached that. Don't get me started. Don't get me started. Oh, Mary, we need to have an off-camera conversation because I got a message cooking that I could probably use your input on. Andrea said, Jesus, others, and you. Yes, come on, joy. Jesus, others, and you. And then she said, song, sorry. (laughs) Are are you talking about the song that we still need to write, like the jingle for the podcast? Because come on, come on. We don't have, we need one. It's the Preach Girl podcast. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It was random. Um, Andrea put Jesus, others, and you. What a wonderful way to spell joy. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. All right, saints. Well, um, I am going to jump off of here. Before I do, I want to uh, let you guys know that um, the website, preachgirl.org, has been updated. And we have a, an opportunity, a place where you can sign up for... Um, where you can sign up for the newsletter. We're going to start sending out a Sunday night wrap up or Sunday evening wrap up. It'll be a newsletter that's got, you know, the latest on the podcast, whatever's happening with the collective. We've got great stuff coming with the collective. We've got a masterclass um, on organization and decluttering with um, a professional minimalist, uh, Kelvin Belfon. That's coming up this month. We've got a lot of stuff going on. Um, the Preach Girl eight-week um, course for women who want to learn how to study their Bible and put together a message, do a sermon outline and deliver with power. That is opening up. It's already open. Registration's already open for it. And the next class launches, um, the first Tuesday in March. So all this stuff is coming. And so I'd love for you to go to preachgirl.org and just sign up for the newsletter. And that way, you know, we just come right in your inbox and, um, it's just a, just a cooler way. And it's another way for us to stay connected. 
<gasps> Sylvia Rodriguez is on here. Sylvia said, live expectant. Hope in Jesus. Love you, girl. I love this. Sylvia, I love you too. I need to talk to you. I need to have you on the podcast. I need you to come and share your, your story. I see you speaking all over the place, talking about marriage and all that kind of stuff. And I would love to have you on. Andrea said, girl, I'm all over that. Can you beatbox? Can you beatbox? I mean, if you give me a hammer and a cardboard box, but no, no, I'm not even going to embarrass myself in any, no, Andrea, no, (laughs) I can't bless the Lord. Anyway, so we've got all that coming up and, um, I'm going to go ahead and pray. I want to make sure I look at my notes. (laughs) I will save that for another day. Praise the Lord. I'm going to pray. Father, in the precious name of Jesus, I thank you, God. I thank you for your power, for your presence, and for your love. I thank you, Father, for that word that you just spoke into my heart this morning to share with the Preach Girl podcast audience, God, that... um, that we have the opportunity to make a decision, to choose with our own will to enter into your presence. That God, we have the opportunity that we can choose with our own will to enter into your courts with praise. That God, we have the opportunity to live with, a, with a, the fruit of the spirit of joy and not just have to worry about the happenings making us happy in our lives. Now God, I speak over each woman, everyone that's facing hard things, those that are, that are coming up against difficult situations. I pray, Father God, that they would have the mind of Christ, that they would make excellent decisions, that they would make sound decisions. God, your word declares that you have not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound, whole, complete mind, and that they're making decisions with a sound mind led by the spirit of God. We love you, Lord Jesus. We thank you for all you've done, all you're doing, all you continue to do. Strengthen your ladies, God. Strengthen your women, and help us to live for you more and more as you show us how. We love you in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. This episode of the podcast has been brought to you by Christy Miranda's Preach Girl, the eight-week communication course for women who want to learn how to communicate the gospel with power. I invite you to find out more at preachgirl.org. Hey guys, we should hang out more than just on the podcast, which means next time you're on Facebook or Instagram, be sure and type in Christy Lee Miranda and find out all the shenanigans we got going on over on your favorite social media site. I'll see you there.